Coming up this week on Expedition Retirement, how much do you need to save to kick out $5,000 a month when you're in retirement? You have different buckets of money in your retirement. Which one do you tap first? And longtime financial strategy that even the financial industry is saying this one is completely outdated. All that coming up on today's Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. There should be nothing that is unexpected that happens in your retirement. If your accounts decrease unexpectedly and it compromises your retirement, that's an instant I'm firing whoever I hired event. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down retirement mountain? Hello again and welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us, of course, at GetYourRoadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we are here to help. We're here to listen. And that's really what this show is all about. Mr. Greg, how are you doing today? I am pretty good, Randy. We had a Halloween party for the company, so we got to watch everyone make themselves pretty uncomfortable, drinking a little too much probably, or having a little too much fun at Howl at the Moon with some live music. So we got to see some of the dance moves of some of the staff, which is always entertaining. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the, when you come back the following week, it's always a kind of eggshells. Everybody's walking around like, I wonder what I said. I wonder what I did. <laughs> but no, it was. it's always fun to have, you know, when you're across the state and you're spread out all through Ohio and every city and then bringing everybody together nice. once or twice a year is always awesome. You get to meet the significant others um, that you normally don't get to see in the office. So mm -hmm. all, all that stuff's a lot of fun, um, you know, personally. You know, we're winding down. I think we're done with soccer after this weekend. So, you know, that's that's exciting. And then, Randy, we have uh, an event coming up. You and I uh, are going to interview David Foster. Yeah, now there's uh, a guy. In Nashville. I mean, you might not know that name, but when we start mentioning that he worked with Chicago and Celine Dion and, I mean, Earth, Wind & Fire, just an unbelievable amount of talent and writing music scores and just, I mean, this guy, when we start to unfold what he has done in his lifetime, you'll go, okay, this, this guy's a major player in the music industry. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to go. And, of course, you get to go to Nashville, so I get to interview him in the, one of the greatest music cities in the world. and. Uh, it's always fun to go to Tootsie's and, and have a couple Budweiser's <laughs> and uh, listen to some live music. Nice. So looking forward to that, too. Very good. All right. So let's get into it today. Uh, I just got back from Arizona, did a little golf trip down there. And I know that you fly around. You'll be flying to Nashville, of course. So one of the things about going to the airport is everybody's got a different boarding process. You go to Southwest. They're very interesting, very innovative. And uh, Delta has their thing. Everybody's got their own thing. United Airlines has decided they're going to try a new boarding process. So get ready for this. It's called WILMA, which stands for window, middle, and aisle. So what they plan on doing is everybody who's got a window seat, y'all go on first. And then everybody who's got a middle seat, you go on. And everybody who's got an aisle seat, then you board. So they say it's going to be much more efficient. Mm, oh what do you think? <laughs> Well, you know, the, the airlines have had a rough go. Yeah, they have. <laughs> over the last couple of years. Believe it or not, Randy, short digression here. I was on United Airlines bankruptcy when I used to be a corporate attorney in Chicago. Really? So I, I actually did their uh, I did their restructuring a long time ago. It was, it was United. It was an American. I care. It was United. Okay. I think United filed bankruptcy. But, you know, I always ask, you know, when people say things are more efficient, that's, a, that's great. Now, to me, you have to add some other, you know, words here. Is it efficient? Mm -hmm. Is it effective? And is it meaningful? Okay. And and if I'm thinking about this, is it really a more efficient? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Is it effective? 
I, I don't know. Will it be able to people get on faster? Mm-hmm. And is it really that meaningful just to disrupt a way that everyone's used to be getting on all this time to save one extra minute? You know, sometimes I think people are trying to do things to differentiate mm-hmm. and then in an industry that's pretty flat. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot has changed, right? Other than you can't smoke cigarettes anymore. <laughs> um, you know, you get, you know, carry-ons are, are now, you know, more expensive to bring on. You know, there's there's some things that they're really struggling with uh, in the airline industry. And, you know, Randy, I, I think a lot of this comes down to you can relate a lot to retirement, right? Right. I mean, th- that's one of the big things. You know, how do you, how do you efficiently take money out of your retirement accounts? We're all going right? to come in with a different, you said, buckets of money. you got a Social Security bucket. you got a savings bucket. You maybe have a pension bucket. you got all these. Di- now, which one do you get into first to be efficient? And I guess it does come down to taxes, doesn't it? It does. I mean, that's the most important one because there's actual consequences of you taking your money out. You know, you can take your money out of the, you know, a non-qualified, non-IRA account, and you're just basically selling the stock. And maybe there's some capital gains or some capital losses, but there's nothing immediately effective where when you take money out of your, you know, IRA accounts, there can be substantial tax consequences. And and again, being efficient, being effective, is this meaningful? And I, there's nothing more meaningful that you can do than having a plan to take money out of your IRAs because it's the biggest debt left on your balance sheet. Uh, most people have their homes paid off, their cars paid off, you know, student you know debt for their kids paid off, and then they have a you know a half million or million dollar IRA which they owe a hundred percent tax on. And people don't look at it like that, right? You think of it like, oh, I've been getting this account; it keeps growing, it keeps growing, it's exciting. I've been contributing it for twenty or thirty years. It's all mine, and it's not. What people have to get their hands around is, you know, you know, it could be as much as a third or even more of it can go to Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. and he, he wants his money back, and he doesn't care essentially what interest rate you pay as long as it gets paid back. And I think people fall into the trap, Randy, a lot of times of thinking about, well, you know, I can wait till I'm 73, so I'll just deal with it at 73. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it practically, you know, that's probably 13 or more years into your retirement. Right. And if you start thinking, oh my gosh, that's probably close to a third or even half your retirement. Because if the average age, you know, this, you know, this always makes people cringe, but the average age in America is 78. That's when people, you know, the, the average lifespan, you know, 78.5, I think, is the number that we hear thrown around. And you only have five years on average left. Now, I know everyone's going to beat the average just listening. That's what we're talking about other people, not you guys. And when we think about that, though, this is your biggest nest egg that you're supposed to enjoy retirement with. And you're waiting till the very end to take out the minimum. It's the relationship we have with the IRA that's so interesting, Randy. It's because we view that as not our money. Mm-hmm. And it's because we've done without for 30 years. How many people are listening right now? Raise your hand. Or if you're driving, don't raise your hand. But, you know, at the end of the day, have you learned to live without your IRA? Because you're like, ah, you know what? I, I have some other savings accounts, some after-tax dollars. I have some pensions or Social Security, and we have everything paid off. And you know what? We, we do all right without it. We don't need it, so I just don't touch it. I just want to see it keep growing. And that is the mentality the financial industry has instilled and built into people to scare them to not touch it. And the reality is, is the unfortunate residual effect of not touching it is that Uncle Sam's going to get more taxes. And he's going to get a higher percentage of taxes. Now, it's one thing for him to get more if your accounts are bigger. It's another thing for him to get a bigger percentage of your IRA. And let me explain, Randy. If you wait, of course, you're when you're retired, you're not making income anymore. You know, at least from your you know working years, you're not you're not getting a paycheck most likely. 
And then you're deciding, do I get a pension? If I have a pension, when do I show my social security? But regardless, your income is almost universally lower. So you're in a lower income tax bracket. So there's an opportunistic time to take money out of your IRAs because you have less income. So you're going to pay less tax on that IRA. That's the secret that most people are missing. And when you break that down year to year, if you, you know, go throughout your retirement and you wait till 73 because your financial advisor tells you, Randy, why would you pay taxes if you didn't have to? How many people have heard that? Why would you pay taxes if you didn't have to? Randy, I'm sure you've heard that statement a Very thousand much. times. Yep. And, you know, unfortunately, it's terrible advice. It's terrible tax advice. It's terrible tax advice because you're in the lowest tax rates in the history of the United States of America. You are in the lowest income you've been in in probably 30 years. Why wouldn't you want to take some IRA dollars out of your account and pay the least percentage tax possible? You can get it out for 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, maybe 12%, Randy. You can get these out almost 10 cents on the dollar is a home run for a million-dollar IRA. But instead, people wait. And if they wait and a spouse passes, or I should say when a spouse passes, tax rates double because you go from a couple filing rate to a single filing rate. And, of course, you have the same amount of IRA money. So then you end up paying what we call the widow's penalty. And then worse, that surviving spouse passes, and then that money that you didn't touch your entire retirement, so you did without, you didn't have those extra trips, didn't buy that extra RV, didn't do all those things, and then ends up going to your kids, and they're in their highest earning tax rates. And that IRA is taxed at their tax accounts. They can no longer stretch it. That rule is gone. So they can no longer stretch the IRA. So now they have to take it out on their highest tax rates over a shorter period of time, less than 10 years. And Randy, they're going to pay double or triple again that what you would have paid if you had a plan. I mean, you could pay 20, 30, or even 40%. So if you have a million-dollar IRA, instead of you enjoying that, buying that place in Florida, or going on those extra trips, 400000 of your $1 million will now go to Uncle Sam because that's what he wanted all along. And I think that is the myth that has to wake people up and say, you know what? I need a plan. And that's what our tax map does, Randy. We sit down with our team of CPAs. We build a tax map for every roadmap, for everybody that comes in here, showing them when they should take out their IRA and how much to really stick it to Uncle Sam, make sure that you have a plan. It's not Uncle Sam's plan. We're not using the Uncle Sam wait till 73 plan. We're building a plan for you to minimize how many taxes you pay in retirement. And we call it our tax map. It's part of every roadmap, Randy. And we do it at no cost because we think it's that important. Everybody's going to go into retirement with a number of different buckets of money. Maybe it's just your 401k and Social Security. And you kind of go back and forth. Which one should I tap into first? Should I wait on that Social Security and get in my 401k? Some people look at it that the 401k is my money. The Social Security is their money. I'll get into their money first. And that's the trap that Greg is talking about right now, pushing that time off when you start getting into that money. Having a strategy for it is really important, and having the tax map, that's why it's part of every roadmap for retirement. Give us a call. Go to our website, getyourroadmap.com, getyourroadmap.com, or give us a call at 855 855- 546-2074, and we will build you the roadmap for retirement. Everyone has a tax map. All right, so I'm getting all the rules of thumb out of the way in the first segment here, Greg, that we can blow up. And here's another one that I haven't even heard of before. This one says for every $1,000 a month that you need in retirement, you'll have to save about $240,000. And then they kept going with that. If you need $3,000, that means you need $720,000 if you need $5,000 a month, you need $1.2 million and on and on and on. So I did the math on that, and it looks like it's about a 5% pull. $240,000 times 0.05 equals $12,000. That's $1,000 a month. 
So they're expecting the financial industry that you'll pull 5% out of your portfolio per month. Does that add up to you when you sit down with people? So, Randy, if I asked you, what's your favorite color? Yeah, my favorite color is blue. Uh, what's your favorite meal? Uh, corn on the cob and steak. Corn on the cob and steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, wow. Patton. I love Patton. Patton. All yeah, right. That's a good one. And then what if I just hand you an extra large sweatshirt and said, here you go. <laughs> Does I that don't, make a lot of sense? I don't fit in an extra large. You don't fit in an extra large. It's interesting. It doesn't that, fit. So that are the inputs. That's how irrelevant the inputs they put on these retirement calculators are. And, and I think, unfortunately, we are all prone to loving a number, a pie, you know, just to pop up on the screen. You just love the number, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to chase the number. I have a magic number in retirement. I need this much money to retirement. And this is just a cheap ripoff of the 4% rule. We've been hearing the 4% yeah. rule for 30 years. This is really actually the math, I believe, is 5% on this calculation. But at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with how you live. Nothing. Nothing. I will say it again. Nothing. Okay. And if you believe that some calculator or some AI bot can figure you out, then, you know, I'm sorry. You're probably going to be working longer than you need to, or you're not going to enjoy your retirement as much as you should. Mm-hmm. And that is a fact. And the reality is, is because if you work with retirees like we have for the last 15 years, we know how they live. We know how they spend. We know how they obviously enjoy retirement. And when you see how little they you know, need to really have the most <laughs> fun in retirement, you know, it's almost shocking. You know, you see people with millions of dollars a year that don't spend that much. They just really don't. Now you can tell them to spend and they're just, it's just not in their nature. And the reason is because it's not what they're used to. Their grandparents were part of the great depression and then their parents were part of the greatest generation. So there was this instilled work ethic and kind of fear that maybe I'm going to run out of money because they, they felt it. They heard the stories and that person is never going to go buy a Bugatti or three Rolexes. It's just not going to happen. And that's what the Wall Street folks never will understand because they're not one of us. They, they, they don't get it. They don't get Midwest values. They don't get how we live. And they don't understand that we don't fit into their math equation. I've been sitting down. I've sat down with thousands. We have over almost 10,000 uh, legal clients, thousands of financial clients over the years. And they're all relatively the same in how they view the world financially. And when you sit down with them, you know, you have to ask, how do you live? What do you do for fun? You know, what are, what are some of your big expenses every year? And when you universally, it's like, yeah, you know, we, we like to go out to dinner on Thursdays. And, you know, you know, we basically live off our Social Security, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though they have a $2 million IRA that they never touch. And they have a half a million dollar non-qualified stock account that they never touch. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, we might go to Hawaii. We might take the kids to Hawaii next year. It's going to be our big trip. And you start breaking down the numbers. And if they see how people actually live, the cost of living is so much, you know, I guess less than on the coasts, right? The cost of living in the Midwest is just the biggest deal on the planet mm-hmm. for entertainment, for homes, for, you know, restaurants, everything. Everything is cheaper and doesn't feel that way. I know people are like, yeah. really? You know, t- I spent 20 bucks at Taco Bell yesterday. I'm like, I get it. You know, it, things are more expensive. But at the end of the day, they don't get us. Randy, they don't get us. And no one-size-fits-all extra-large sweatshirt is going to work for us anymore, so we should demand more. And at Golden Reserve, the way we address this issue is before we start telling you what to buy and what income you need and what magic number you have based on some generic calculation, we actually just say, hey, 
How much income did you have last year? Hey, what'd you spend last year? <laughs> you know, that's probably the best mm-hmm. place to start, right? When you actually have real numbers and then we calculate, you know, some healthcare expenses that on average, some traveling, you know, how they like to travel. And we throw those things out and then we spit it out for 25 years. We put a little inflation in. We put a little, uh, you know, uh-oh money and, you know, assume a conservative like 5% return. And we say, hey, in 25 years, this is how much money you have left. And they'll see it and they'll be like, that's $1.7 million. We're like, exactly. You're not going to run out of money. Stop listening to the television or the internet and start spending more money. You can have a, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars more fun every year and you'll probably be fine. And we do that every year. We recalculate. It's called our income tent. We calculate it every year to give people comfort. And we always push it out 25 years just to give them perspective like, oh, my gosh, I am not going to run out of money because we have to. Everyone's biggest fear is running out of money because that's what the financial industry wants you to do so that you keep your money in the market taking on risk you don't need so that they can keep charging fees that you don't know about. When you add up all those three things, that's why they keep trying to scare you. That's why they keep having 4% rules and 5% rules and this need quarter million dollars and your money needs to grow. Don't touch it. Don't tax it. Don't do anything with it. Keep it in my system because, Randy, if you enjoy it, that financial advisor takes a pay cut that you're using. If you spend your money, their 1% gets smaller. And that's the, the, you know, the, the shady secret that no one wants to talk about, but that we talk about every week on this show, Randy. And, and the income tent is where we want to start to show people exactly what they need to enjoy and do everything they want in retirement. And then from there, we can figure out the other stuff. One of the things that we do on this show is kind of bust some of those myths out there. And a lot of what you see in the financial news is really myth. And, uh, and it doesn't always apply to you. And that's why we invite you to come in and let's run the numbers on you. Let's run a roadmap for retirement on you and figure out what you need. What is it that you want to spend? What are your dreams? What do you want to do? It probably isn't going to go into that silo that the, uh, the financial industry has built for you. But uh, when you sit and listen to Greg talk, it's a whole lot makes a whole lot more sense. Give us a call. Give us a look at our website, getyourroadmap.com. Let's just start with an evaluation of where you are right now, get to know you, and maybe we make a a good pair. Uh, You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We'll take a quick break. Come back with more Expedition Retirement. After 30 years of working and worrying, are you still worrying about losing money in retirement? You've earned the right for your retirement and investments to be predictable and, quite frankly, boring. While your life with friends and family should be the exciting part, we see folks using the same financial advisor that got them to retirement in retirement. The problem is that same advisor usually means the same risky and overly expensive investments, too, with fees. You need to know what accounts can go backwards and by how much. That's why we run a market flashlight for every retiree we meet. It shows what's at risk and what that means in real dollars when the market crashes again. That way you decide how much is at risk, not your financial advisor. To learn more about our market flashlight and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down retirement mountain, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we are here all across the state of Ohio. All right, so 
We've been talking a lot about financial rules and, and, and blowing them up here on the show. One of the things that we've been fed for years and years and years is a 60-40 portfolio. 60% stocks, 40% bonds. That's kind of the, the default that, uh, that they've told us that we should use. Well, last year, the 60-40 portfolio had its worst year in its history. And I've seen some articles that said it's coming back now, now that, you know, interest rates will start going down again and bonds will come back. This particular article from the Wall Street Journal says the 60-40 portfolio is dead. We're burying it. There is no coming back. As a matter of fact, whatever is coming up, they think the 60-40 portfolio won't work. So I started thinking about that. Some of the things that Wall Street tells us to do, you know, the 401k, put all your money there. Oh, it's a tax trap. The 60-40 portfolio, oh, it doesn't work anymore. Buying CDs and municipal bonds, oh, that won't keep up with inflation. It's like, Greg, everything that they tell us, there's always a downside. There's, there's an up and there's a down. I suppose that's the way for everything. But, you know, is this a financial tactic that they're trying to push us towards something else? What do you make of all of that? Well, you know, <laughs> there's always a number yeah. or a loud voice. And, and I think no different than with, you know, sports radio. I mean, Randy, do you remember when sports radio used to be awesome? Oh, yeah. You remember when, like, you know, you had people like Colin Coward or Jim Rome, Love them. Or even Mike and Mike, you know, yeah. like they weren't great, but they had takes, right? Like they had, mm -hmm. they had a perspective. Mm -hmm. They were interesting and they could hold a show for two or three hours. Right. And now... You can't even watch the pregame shows anymore. They're so bad. And it's because everyone has in unlimited access at the, you know, on their phone to information, you know, the second it happens. So instead of them being the beacon of communicating relevant information, they're just trying to put spins on things that you already know. Okay. So their job got exponentially harder. Mm -hmm. News got exponentially harder to communicate and have people listen because they already know what's going on. And I think, you know, no, that's no different than the financial industry. And, and, and when you think about the financial pundits, they're all trying to be louder than the other person. No different than news, CNN, uh, Fox News, you know, MSNBC. They're all just trying to be louder, mm -hmm. right? Like someone has to have an article that's louder, a headline that's more grabbing. And for someone to say the 60-40 portfolio is dead, it's just irresponsible. Like, mm -hmm. is it? Or, you know, was it was it ever really a thing? I don't know. At, at the end of the day, you know, it's a clickbait, you know, Wall Street Journal kind of pun to say, here's why. And, and their arguments don't make sense because interest rates are shooting up. So you think that it, it, the 6040 would be coming back to life. Yeah, I guess if I, you know, if, if I was reading the article right, like I, I couldn't really understand or make much out of what they were trying to argue other than maybe you need to put more money in the market. Is that, <laughs> is that what they're saying? I, I don't know if like Edward Jones or Fisher or Edelman sponsored their article. <laughs> it seemed to me like almost a backwards way of tricking people into thinking that they have to take more risk than they need in retirement or in their in their finances. And that's a scary place to be. When you start killing off all conservative investments as bad, it just has to put somebody's sonar up and say, you know what, this doesn't pass the smell test. Mm -hmm. You know, I want some security. I want some predictability. And oh, by the way, interest rates are higher than they've been in like 20 years. So it feels like a good time maybe to take some chips off the table and actually, you know, use some conservative retirement investments for my life savings. Like I, I think five or six percent is okay. You know, like or even, you know, municipal bonds that are tax free. Like th there could be some really cool options out there for me that don't put my life savings at stake. And coincidentally or not coincidentally, Randy, these articles seem to be popping up more and more now that the market's crashed in the last two months. Right. So as the market's going backwards, they have to get louder because people are leaving 
their advertisers, the Merrills, the Morgans, the UBSs, the Fishers, the Edelmans, the Eddies. Now people are taking money out of those things and putting them into annuities. They're putting them into CDs. They're putting them into money markets and, and, and they're panicking. So they need to start scaring people back to you know their 1% model of put your money in the market and just let it sit there and I'm going to take 1% fee because I'm quote unquote managing it. And I, I think they're getting scared because you got to remember, Randy, when the market goes backwards, they lose money because they take 1%. So if your account balances go down 20%, they take a 20% haircut in revenue. Mm-hmm. Now, to compound that, they also take money out of the accounts when they when the market goes down. When the market goes down, what do a lot of people do, Randy? They pull it out, right? Right. I, I don't want to be on this ride. Mm-hmm. I want to put it in some safe cash or I want to buy some CDs at my local bank or I want to you know go to Golden Reserve and hear about uh, you know conservative, obviously, investments other than just the market. And when that happens, they take even more losses. And I think they're bleeding right now, Randy. It's been a tough 2022 was a 20% or, you know, 18% loss year. Mm -hmm. And now we're all the gains that came back in the first, you know, quarter or so are now going away. Mm -hmm. And we're looking like we're getting closer and closer to even for 2023 and not the right way. We're going, you know, backwards. And that's got people scrambling. So the best thing I can say is don't adhere to a rule, adhere to you. Adhere to your life. Adhere to what you actually feel. Stop looking for an equation to solve your life problems. You know, if you're listening, the best thing you can do is, you know, give us a call and ask for a market flashlight. What that market flashlight will do, Randy, is we'll show you exactly how much risk you're taking in on your portfolio. It'll show you to the penny what percentage of your assets could go backwards. And then it'll go a step further and show you, you know, what if these holdings were treated like 2022? or 2008-9, or 2000, we'll show you what they would have done, how much money you would have lost, so you could see a real dollar. That's what's missing for most people. They don't understand the risk. So if I said, hey, with your current portfolio, if we experienced 2008-9, you'd lose $387,000. And they'd be like, excuse me? 387? Yeah, that, that's what would happen. And they're like, well, that's too much. Okay, well, here's some things to think about. You have to have a baseline and have to tie it to your risk tolerance. And most financial advisors never do that because if they did run a market flash like, like we did, Everyone would take all their money out of the market most times mm-hmm. because they don't need it. They don't need those returns, Randy. So every one of our roadmaps starts with that just so that they can decide. And if you do want the risk, that's great. Then at least you understand the risk versus reward. And for them, it's always reward. They never talk about the number of risks. They just say, oh, yeah, we're in the market, and it goes up and down. But they don't give a number to it. So what makes the market flashlight so powerful, Randy, is it will show you to the penny what your current holdings will do in different time periods so that you can get a comfort level if that's right for you and your family. Well, all these years, you've been packing money into a 401k, and occasionally you looked at it, and it would go up with the market, it would go down with the market, and you didn't think too much of it because you just kept packing money in there. And then when you get into retirement, that time for packing money in there ends, and the time for pulling money out begins, and it's a whole different dynamic. You're going to want to have a strategy that protects your money and doesn't ride that market up and down. Yeah, sure, there's probably a portion of your money that you want it to go up and down, but not as much as what you did for the last 30 years. So give us a call at Golden Reserve. Go to our website, getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. Or you can call us at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. And let's sit down and build that roadmap for retirement and have a strategy for that market that goes up and down. You don't want to do that in your retirement years because you're taking money out. 
We're going to take a break, and when we come back, number one and still champ. They say, what is the biggest fear of people planning for and in retirement? They did the survey again, but I got a little addition for it. That's coming up next on Expedition Retirement. All right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care? And do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor. 40 years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries? <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad, and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95 percenters that had to work, earn, and really save every penny. And, you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure out, Randy, if you should fire your financial advisor. Well, there is another way. And Greg has outlined it in his book. Go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. We're going to give you a deal right now. If you use the promo code radio and you're one of the first 100 people to do this, you'll get 50% off your purchase. So go there right now, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Coming up on the second half of Expedition Retirement, when do you know it's time to step in for mom and dad when it comes to the finances. How much estate planning can you do yourself and overcoming the communications gap on your retirement planning? All that coming up in this segment of the show. All right, Greg, year after year, they do that same study. What's the number one fear of people going into retirement? And it always, year after year, is running out of money. Well, the Washington Post interviewed a number of people after they asked that question. They said, okay, tell me, if you're afraid of running out of money, tell me where you are with your retirement planning. And a lot of them had saved well. They are going to get good Social Security. They're debt-free. Some of them even had nice pensions. But the fear was still there. So to me, that means walking away from a regular paycheck every two weeks is a pretty big emotional deal, no matter how much money you have. How do you get over that one? What, what do you have to present to people to calm them down? Sometimes it's just a little bit of time, okay. right? You know, this is a new thing, right? Like, you know, we we discount, you know, the emotional aspect of retirement, Randy. You know, everybody just makes it a, a math problem. In reality, you know, this is something that someone's turning off for 30 years. I can only speak to my parents, but, you know, my mom, I think, taught for almost 35 years at high school, you know, the same routine. You know, every, you know, 35 years is a long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my old man put almost 30 in at Honda. And, you know, getting up at four o'clock every morning and going in there and, and, and obviously wearing the whites. I mean, th those, you know, having coffee with, you know, his buddies to start his day. I mean, I think those are things that are ingrained in who you are. And then, you know, that was your usefulness, too. That's that's how you got your you were bringing value. You were creating something. And all of a sudden it's like, all right, you're retired. Figure it out. <laughs> and you're, you're home and the alarm clock goes off and there's not a schedule. Right. And there's nothing to do. And And I think. When we break that down, Randy, and we start trying to work with retirees, I mean, I think some of the fear is how am I going to fill my day? I can only golf so much. I know for you that wouldn't be a problem, Randy, but for other folks. I'm ready to test that theory. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would happily golf 36 a day for here, here until forever. But, you know, I, I think 
when we when we break down that fear, the fear is the unknown, right? It's not necessarily always running out of money. It's the fear of the unknown. And we try to be very empathetic when it comes to just sitting there and just, you know, we don't have to answer. We don't have to figure this out today. Mm-hmm. You know, this is going to take some time, but let's have a tentative plan in place and let's see what you think you want to do. Because a lot of times people move to Carolina and then they'll move back because it's too hot in the summers, right? Like, I mean, there's all kinds of things that people have to test drive retirement a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's not get too carried away baking this huge plan that we planned out the next 30 years of your life. You know, when you were 20, did you break out your next 30 years? The answer is no. You just live life and you worked hard and you try to figure it out as it came. And mm-hmm. sometimes retirees, I think, get a little too check the boxes, checklisty. And when you get like that, it, it creates obviously some maybe blind spots. So when we do our roadmap for retirement, Randy, we sit down with everybody and we just want to work through what are you trying to do? What are you trying to enjoy? Where are you trying to live? You know, how much travel? You know, let, let, let's get some baselines. Do you want to buy a secondary place, you know, down in Florida at the villages or w- what are the big goals here? And then we can start backing into the numbers. Once we start seeing that and seeing a couple years in the system, you know, of us tracking, you know, our income 10 every year breaks down. What did you spend? What did you, what, what income you received? You know, holds for uh-oh, holds for inflation for travel, you know, for health, and then, you know, pushing it out 25 years with an assumption of 5% growth. And when we do that, we can give people a lot of comfort year in, year out. When they see that number that doesn't go down, that's where it starts to change, Randy. It may not change right when we meet you and and you become a client, but over the years, after you see that 1.3 or $1.5 million stay flat, you're like, you know what? We could probably spend a little bit more money. We could probably enjoy retirement a little bit more. So we just try to kind of wean them off of it, right? You wean people off this, you know, the I can't enjoy myself, right? Like I think of my mom, right? She would she would always, you know, save her change to pay for our basketball shoes growing up. That was like her thing where, where it was like, hey, I knew we she'd always tell her her sisters, I knew we made it when I could actually just buy my boys basketball shoes instead of having to save. Mm-hmm. But that was the mentality of a lot of Midwesterners, right? Like that's that's who we are. And, and I think to be able to just turn that off and start cutting checks or, or 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 swiping the old credit card is a hard transition. So we may never get to the point where they're just out frivolously spending, but you know we can get to a point where they're comfortable where they're at in retirement, knowing they're not going to run out of money. And you know I think some of it too is the long term care. Right, Randy, it's, it's always the doom and gloom that's like, well, we may do great, great, but what if one of us goes in the nursing home? And that's why, you know, our long-term care compass has a plan in place. We want to make sure that you feel really comfortable that no matter what happens, we've addressed that issue. We've addressed that plan to mitigate it and make sure that, you know, you may have to spend a little bit of money there, but it's not going to upset the apple cart and you'll still be able to do everything you want in retirement from a financial standpoint. And that's really the goal, Randy, is to kind of check all the boxes with all the risks, all four, you know, market flashlight, fee filter taxes, long-term care. Once we get all those, we build the income tent. We make sure everything's addressed. And by doing that, just, you know, over time, you're, you're, you're addressing all the major fears and it builds confidence for the retiree to know, hey, we're going to make it. Yeah. I like the idea of, you know, taking a look at my paycheck. This is what I bring home every month. And then sitting down with Greg and his team and saying, okay, can we match that? What have I done all my life? And what does that mean for me in a monthly paycheck? You're going to get social security. Maybe you've got a pension. Maybe there's other places where there's money coming in. Let's figure that out. Let's do the math on your retirement. And to be able to know that it's going to be equal or I'm going to get a raise or I can do it on that much money. That's the kind of math that we all want to have. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. We'll do that analysis for you. We call it a roadmap for retirement. It'll include, you know, how much should you be in the market? What are we going to do about taxes? The fees that you're paying right now, can we cut those down, give them to you? 
Uh, what about long-term care? There's a lot of questions out there. Let's get them answered for you. Give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. So, Greg, you mentioned that you meet with your clients once a year or as needed. And I'm, I'm looking at an article here from health.com, and it talked about when to step in because you start to see your mom or your dad or both start to decline a little bit. And I started thinking about my mom because my mom did payroll. She was a bookkeeper. She was an accountant her whole life. Her whole life was writing checks to make sure people got paid. So she took her, you know, her own home bills very seriously. And I sat down with her about two, three years ago, and she was writing out checks. And she had a power bill, and she wrote out the check to the power bill. And then there was another page there that had the same amount on it, and she wrote out another check for the same amount to the power company. And then she was going to write out her check for church, and she wrote out her check to church, and she wrote it for the same amount as the power company bill. And then I realized we got a problem here. There's mom starting to start to lose control of the thing that she's been doing her entire life. So when you meet with people on a yearly basis, do you start to see that stuff? Or the kids come in, do they start to say, hey, mom and dad, I'm starting to wonder about it? How does that start to unfold? Well, you know, first of all, it's hard. Yeah. You know, for anybody going through this, you know, it's just, it's very hard. You know, this is not a situation that we can really plan for. You just have to adjust to. Mm-hmm. And when we have this, you know, most people who follow the show know that we run an elder care law firm. It's, you know, for 15 years, Tim Stongs and I built, you know, one of Ohio's largest elder care law firms. And it's basically all we dealt with, right? We dealt with nursing home crises and when people pass away and, and these, in these tough times and a lot of family dynamics. So when we meet with someone once or twice a year, a lot of people get in two meetings. They're getting an annual review in the spring, and they're getting a tax meeting in, you know, Q3 or Q4. Mm-hmm. So when we meet with them, we can note, you know, we, we obviously, our retirement planners can notice when there's things that are changing personality-wise. And, you know, if there are substantial changes, you know, we try to obviously talk to that surviving spouse a little bit. But we rely heavily on the family, right? This is such a sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anybody that's gone through this, this is such a sensitive, hot topic. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to address this from a family standpoint. You know, we did a lot of, you know, coaching and, and um, you know, family support when we worked, obviously, with families at Ehlers-Stallings. But when it comes to, you know, family members listening at home, like, there are so many new treatments. You can't wait. So, like, the best thing we can do here is really start getting ahead of this thing. And, and it's pretty non-intrusive, right? Like, you know, you can go in and do, you know, some memory tests you can do some MRIs on your brain. You can do a spinal tab now that shows, you know, pre-dementia. I mean, there's all kinds of new things out there. And then there's new infusions that really seem to slow down. There's no stopping or curing dementia Alzheimer's, but they have new treatments that are just coming out over the last year that's, you know, the FDA's approved that can really slow down some of these cognitive disorders and same with Parkinson's. So our hope is that, you know, when you have those conversations and, and, and you see these things, it is so vital that you loop in Golden Reserve and Ehlers Stallings. Mm-hmm. We, when you loop us in, we can do so much more when we have four or five extra years. When we have four or five extra years, we can protect almost everything. Mm-hmm. But if you tell us when they're going into a nursing home, you know, a lot of times we tell people we can protect half. Okay. And that's still great. We can still help, right? There's no, there's never a point where we can't help. But the reality is the financial component of it and the familiarity with the different governmental systems, Medicare, VA benefits, all those things, we know all that stuff. So the second you can tap us in and just have a quick call with our retirement plan, can we just have a call with one of your attorneys? 
Can we just talk through, do I have my power of attorneys updated? Who are my executors? Who are my trustees? You know, dad's acting kind of funny, you know, or, or mom, you know, and a lot of times we're relying on the spouse to make the initiation. Sometimes that's tough because the spouse may not have a primary relationship with Ehlers, Stongers, or Golden Reserve. Mm-hmm. And they have to kind of grab the reins. I said, it's, it's your responsibility. It's your life. It's your life savings. You know, you have to make the call. You have to give us a buzz. And, and Randy, our roadmap breaks down the long-term care compass. So if everyone that comes in, you know, I know no one wants to talk about, you know, the nursing home, right? But at the end of the day, it's like having homeowner's insurance. You don't plan for your house to burn down, but you still carry it. And that's what our long-term compass is. We don't plan for anyone to go to the nursing home, but we want to make sure we have a plan if you have an assisted living, home care, nursing home event where we're not flat-footed. And what our team of attorneys do, and it's part of every plan, it's included, is that we break down the legal tools for protection. Not just, you know, we're, you know we don't use long-term care insurance. If you have it, great. But most people don't. So we have legal tools, things like asset protection trusts and other things we can do to help hedge and mitigate some of these catastrophic costs, right? I mean, you've seen them $10,000 a month. Um, and, you know, for four or five years, I mean, that can be, you know, your entire life savings. Mm-hmm. So, so we want to make sure that we have put some plans in place that we're familiar with who the power of attorneys are, who's making the healthcare decisions, who's making the financial decisions, all of those things that frankly doesn't take a lot of, you know, time and effort once we get rolling. So, you know, we always say, you know, a few hours can, can, can save your life savings. Mm-hmm. And it can also make a hard, hard time a little less hard, right? Like if all the financial stuff's taken care of, Randy, then you can just deal on supporting the care and being there for your family. Where you're not trying to figure out how you're going to cover a $10,000 bill. We've already got a plan in place that's activated in the background. And, and, and that does make the family feel so much better at a time when they probably should be spending with their family, not with their attorneys and financial folks figuring out how we're going to you know, protect what's left. Well, I'm going through it myself, and it is an emotional roller coaster. Let me tell you, it is some of the hardest days that I've ever spent. I I will tell you that the year that my mom went into memory care was absolutely, that month was the hardest month of my entire life. But to know that the finances were there, I didn't have to worry about that, that part of it was not even an issue. So if that is one of the things that you're worried about, and if that's in your family history, you've seen a grandparent go through it, you've seen a parent go through it, these are the kind of things that you want to protect your life savings from. And that is a part of every roadmap for retirement. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. Once you go there, we'll ask you to fill in a little information, and then our team will reach out to you. We'll get a date on a calendar. Uh, You can also reach out to us, 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We'll be right back with more Expedition Retirement. Nobody wants to think about it. Nobody wants to talk about it either. Long-term care, assisted living, home care, the nursing home. But with annual costs now regularly exceeding $100,000 and stays exceeding three years, this could be the largest risk to your life savings. Planning for long-term care is like buying homeowner's insurance. You don't plan on your house burning down, but we want to be ready if it does. We know retirees don't want to buy more insurance. So at Golden Reserve, we use our long-term care compass retirement tool that points to our team of elder care law attorneys. These attorneys leverage new legal tools like asset protection trusts to help protect the things that matter most to you and your family. To learn more about our long-term care compass, asset protection trusts, and other retirement tools, and how we can protect and guide you down retirement mountain, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. 
And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us, getyourroadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, you're wondering how this whole thing's going to work out, don't wonder anymore. Let's take you from that wondering place to that knowing place. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. All right, last week, Greg, we talked about Medicare a little bit because the Medicare window is open. And anybody who's watching any TV at all, there's a Medicare commercial on like every single break. They are pounding you if you are 65 and older, if you're getting ready for Medicare. Hey, buy our Advantage plan. So that's going on. But also, I'm starting to see a whole bunch of commercials for online wills and trusts, home kits, uh, state-specific, $159, I saw. So you're an elder law attorney. This is your area. I was wondering, does an online will or trust, do they come up short? Do they hold up in court? Do you cover all the bases? Do you have any horror stories about this? What can you tell me about this stuff? Oh, man. You know, I want to, like, not be biased because that's obviously what I do, but they just don't work. Okay. <laughs> like, I can't, you know, at the end of the day, they don't work. I know everybody, you know, first of all, you know what a will does? It makes sure your assets go to probate. So it's like, well, what do you mean? Well, exactly. That's why I need to talk to an attorney. <laughs> Here's a will to make sure that everything you do gets charged 5% on the way out. Oh, like a will doesn't really do anything after you have kids, right? You know, wills have guardianship provisions when you're younger, but in retirement, they don't really, it doesn't do anything. We don't want you to use your will. And believe it or not, if you use your will when you pass away, it's a bad thing. And, you know, whether it be designations or trusts or a combination of uh, beneficiary, you know, designations and payable on deaths and transfer on deaths and all that fun stuff, deed work, that's why you pay somebody. Like, is this where you really want to skimp? Like, this is where I just scratch my head. Someone pays, you know, their Edward Jones guy $10,000 a year for a decade and won't come off a couple grand for the most important documents they'll ever use in their entire life. Mm. Like, this is more important than a mortgage. This is more important than anything they'll do. Like, dude, pay a couple grand, hire an attorney. Get it done right because a lot of times it's the execution. I can't count the number of times where people would come in and be like, well, I got some documents online. And we're like, I'm not going to look at them. <laughs> like, get, get out of here. I'm not going to review your legal Zoom documents. Like, no, you can throw those away because we're not using them if you want to use us. Because mm -hmm. they're, they're pointless. They're generic. They have to apply to everybody, right? Like they built a one-size-fits-all cheese pizza. <laughs> and I know some people want pepperoni, but too bad because nobody, you know, some people are, you know, vegetarian. So you just get a cheese pizza. And... The challenges aren't just does the document work, but is it executed correctly? Well, guess what? With the will, you have to have two people witness it, and it can't be the beneficiaries. So what if your kids, and who's always around your house? Well, usually one of the beneficiaries. <laughs> Some things have to be notarized. Like there's a thousand things that can go wrong. So when people say, I wanted to save a couple bucks, like really here? This is like, you know, it's, it's like saying I want to save a couple bucks on my HVAC in your house. Like I get like not putting a nice TV on your upstairs or your bed up there. All right, you can get the cheap TV there. You know, let's not go big for the big, you know, plasma or whatever, the OLED. But your HVAC is like what heats and cools your house. Like this isn't the time to cut corners. Mm -hmm. Like pay an attorney. By the way, because what people don't realize is you're not paying the attorney for the will. That's the most frustrating part. You're paying them for the advice of do you need a will? Do you need a trust? Do you need an asset protection trust? Do you need a revocable trust? How do you do your beneficiaries? Should they go to your grandkids? What other options do they have? What delays should they have? Do you have kids that are, you know, goofballs that need delays? Do you have kids that have their, you know, ducks in a row that don't need delays? Like all of those things are factored in when you're building an estate plan. And you don't have to have millions of dollars. You know, we, you know, a half a million dollar estate is plenty big to sit down and be like, all right, I need to make sure my money goes the way it should and who it should and that the right people are in charge. And not only that, but you're buying a support team. 
when you hire a, you know, a law firm anywhere, uh, you're not just buying their documents, you're buying their support. So when something bad happens, you call them. They know your family. They know what you want. They know the documents. Guess what happens when you have Bobo's generic will underneath mom's, you know, bed that was signed wrong. You're, you're going to be online trying to figure out who the heck to hire, who the heck to talk to. I mean, if you do that to your kids, you're doing an injustice. You should have a accountant that they could talk to, a financial person you could talk to, and an attorney they could talk to. Now, coincidentally, you can do that all under one roof at Golden Reserve. Mm-hmm. Wink, 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 Randy. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I don't care who it is, right? Just pick somebody. Like pick someone you trust. Pick someone that you think will take care of your kids. Build a relationship that you know that you won't get taken advantage of because most wealth is lost in the cracks between generations. That's where all the wealth is lost because what ends up happening? Well, you have probate fees that are, you know, can be tens of thousands of dollars. And the kids at this point, they're bereaved. They have no idea what's going on. No one's like, oh, I, I actually, you know, study probate. No, they don't know. And then they get this IRA thing. They're like, hey, you can take it all out and spend it, but you got to pay 30% tax. Okay. I guess that is what it is. So you end up the, the, you know, the gaps between generations when money moves, if you don't have the right people that you vetted that want to effectuate what you did to preserve your life savings, what you spent a lifetime building, you know, that's the funny part, Randy, you spent 30 years and then another 20 years in retirement building everything that you've ever had for generational wealth and you're going to use a $160 Bobo will <laughs> like it's, it's nonsensical. If anyone's even considering this, just please trust me on this one. You don't have to trust anything else I say today, but throw that in the trash. If you bought one, it's not a big deal. Use it for kindling firewood, make a joke out of it. It's not, it's not the right move. What's what is the right move is to have a human being that you can talk to, to ask questions on how, Hey, I bought a new car. How do I title it? So it doesn't go through probate. Hey, I have a house. I got a new farm. How do I title it? Hey, someone might, you know, sick, maybe go in the nursing home. How do we start to protect that? You know, these are the things on why you have professionals. There's a reason these people went to school for seven years, mm-hmm. right? You know, Bobo the clown, you know, sending his four, you know, four page form for 150 bucks and a cool kit after Joe Namath tried to sell you some Medicare. I mean, some, it doesn't pass the smell test. Right. It really doesn't pass the smell test, Randy. And I, and I hope, I really hope that people take that, you know, in kind. And, you know, when we do our roadmap, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to feel what customer service feels like, you know, get a free roadmap. You know, when you schedule a roadmap with us, Randy, it doesn't cost anything. We'll go through fees, taxes, market risk, long-term care. You'll sit down with the attorney. We have our CPA team build you an IRA tax map. We do it all at no cost. And you can see what a team feels like. And if that feels better than Bobo's will, and God, I hope it does, you'll see the difference in value. Things that are important cost something. Things that are actually work are valued by some. It's why, you know, you know, watches cost more, why certain cars cost more, why certain houses cost more, why certain TVs cost more, why certain phones cost more, why why certain plumbers are better than others, why certain, you know, if the service and the value is better, they cost more because they can ask for more. And that's what you should look for as a consumer is this isn't the time to go to Dollar General. You don't want the dollar general to, you know, you know, plan for your life savings at the end of your life. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, one of the things we talk about here on the show is what's different about Golden Reserve. And one of the things you'll find about Golden Reserve is you will have these professionals working all for you as a team all together. They're all talking and working for you together. You'll have someone working on your investments. You'll have someone working on your taxes. You'll have someone working on your legal aspects and all of the papers that need to go along with that that Greg has just been talking about. Give us a call and let's get all these people working together for you. Getyourroadmap.com is our website. You can start right there. Getyourroadmap.com or 
Give us a call at 855-546-2074. All right, Greg, if I said to you, I need to sleep on it, what would that mean to you? It means that you had to think about it. Exactly. Okay, if I said to you, that's going to have to come out of pocket, what would that mean to you? You're going to have to pay for it. That's it's exactly covered right. by your insurance. Yeah. All right, so what I'm getting at here is that's what it means to me and Greg. It probably that's what it means to you, too. But the younger generation that is coming up now and the, uh, the Gen Zs, the Gen Xs and all that, these things mean a completely different thing. If you say to somebody they're sleeping on it, that means they're not paying attention to it. If you say, I'm out of pocket, that means they're not available. There's a little bit of a communication <laughs> gap here. And, and so I wanted to ask you, what kind of communication gaps are there when you sit down with people that sometimes it's like, all right, you're speaking one language and they're speaking another language and we got to get this together. Cause I've heard that before with financial advisors that boy, smart guy. I just don't understand a word he's saying. Yep. Well, uh, to be honest, I think our translator for the gap mm-hmm. is the roadmap and I'll explain what right. I mean. So the gap with fees is people don't really even know what they're paying. Okay. So when we run our fee filter, it's the decoder ring where it's like, well, I, I think I'm paying 1%. But nah, it's not it's not that much. And then we show them, well, look, you're paying 1.25% on a million dollars. So that's 12500 And then you're paying another 10000 in investment fees. So that's the gap. That's a $22,500 gap. That's a quarter million dollar gap every decade or roughly a $750,000 gap over the course of your retirement. That's a big gap, Randy. Yeah. And, and people don't see that fee gap. I think that's one of the biggest things that people don't realize because they think of it like a dripping faucet. Oh, it's not that much. It's 1%. But over the course of the lifetime, you're filling up ponds mm-hmm. with your retirement dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I also think there's a big gap of what you want versus what you need. I think financial advisors have a great you know system on convincing you on what you want. Hey, do you want ten percent returns, Randy? Do you want more cake? Who doesn't want more cake, Randy? <laughs> we can get big returns. Who wants to make twenty percent? So, so you get on this world where you just want versus what do you actually need in retirement to do everything you want to do to meet all your goals. And if you can close that gap, a lot of times our roadmap will basically break down all the risks and then we'll do the income tent to show you the difference. Like, hey, actually, this is all you need. And if you only need this, you don't have to take on any risk or maybe you take on a very small amount of risk and you shouldn't have to pay all those fees. And here's your tax plan. We got to start right now to save you another couple hundred thousand. And here's your long-term care plan. And when you do all these things, you're like, the difference between what you want versus what you need is usually a huge Grand Canyon-like gap because that's what they've been fed for 30 years. Right. You need $1.8 million retire. You need $2 million retire, Randy. And I think if we can simplify it and just show you with numbers, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. And here's actually what you need from what you told me and what you did last year and the year before and the year before that. And when we can close that want versus need, that gets rid of the financial advisor flair, the articles, the 4% rules, the Monte Carlos. And it really makes your, your retirement plan the boring part, and retirement starts to being the exciting part. And, and I think that's the whole goal of what we try to do every week, Randy, and what we try to do with this show. And that's where we're going to kind of end it today. I'm going to have Greg, you kind of bullet point it. You kind of did just there. But everybody who walks through the door, everybody who gives us a call gets all of that the boulders that we talk about in retirement, market risk, taxes, fees, long-term care, and the income tent. So just kind of thumbnail sketch that for me as we bring the show to a close. Yeah, no problem. So the market flashlight does exactly what it says. It shows you exactly what percentage of your money could go backwards and then essentially what that means in real dollars if a previous year happens, like a 2022, an 89, a 2000. What do you lose in dollars? The tax map is our team of CPAs build you a plan to show you when and how much to take out of your IRA every year to minimize your tax exposure as opposed to waiting till 73. You know, your fee filter, 
It just breaks down what you're paying your financial advisor every year and over the course of retirement. It also shows the investment costs that they sold you, which no one can figure out unless they go through their prospectus. So we add all that up and show you in real dollars what's coming out of your retirement. It's either deducted from your gains or added to your losses every year. And then how much that would cost you over an entire retirement if you kept those same expensive fees and costs. And last but not least, certainly, is the long-term care. We sit down with our attorneys and we explore you know, what options are out there for the biggest risk in retirement, going into a nursing home? What legal options are out there? Do you have asset protection trust? All of those things that can really show you how to hedge against this mammoth risk of over $100,000 and growing a year uh, when it comes to nursing home expenses. And then, you know, Randy, once we get those risks taken care of, it's the income tent where we show you, all right, here's what you made last year. Here's what you spent. What's the difference? And what's that mean over, you know, 25 years if we applied maybe a conservative 5% growth? And that brings everything to life because it shows them I'm not going to run out of money. Okay. Have some more fun. Spend some more money. Enjoy retirement. It also gives them permission not to take as much risk. Where it's like, I don't need to have all my money in the market because I don't need it. This shows me a conservative 5% return and I still have that much? Yes. Okay, well, I'll just do that then because why would I take more risk if I didn't need it? Exactly. You wouldn't drive 95 miles an hour to Kroger to get ice cream if you could get there going 35 miles an hour. And ice cream's still going to be there. And, you know, that to me is the analogy. Don't speed with your retirement, Randy. Make sure you have the right plan and the right guide to help protect you down that mountain. We call that the roadmap for retirement, and you can have one at no charge. We'll go through all of those steps that Greg just went through. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. You can go there, fill out a little information, and our team will reach out to you. Or you can reach out to us, 855-546-2074. Again, 855-546-2074. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve Retirement, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not liable licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve Retirement LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC. NPN number 1654111.